Hello, valued podcast listener. On Wednesday, January 23rd, Gabriel is performing at Hidden Vine Bistro in Marysville, Washington. You know what they say. If you can make it at a bistro in Marysville, you can make it anywhere. January 24-27, Gabriel will be at Liquid Laughs in Boise, Idaho. You should go. Don't take a trip or anything, but if you live in the Boise area, you should go. On Wednesday, January 30th, Gabriel will be hitting the stage at Imbibe Bottle House in Maple Valley, Washington. Actually, they don't have a stage, but he will be telling jokes on their floor. On February 1st, Gabriel has a private show. I'm not even going to tell you where it is because you are not allowed to go. Unless you're going to the Associated General Contractors of America Convention. Then you already know it's in Bellevue, Washington. For details and all of Gabriel's upcoming shows go to GabrielRutledge.com. Now put on some comfortable pants because it's time for episode 4 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge. Here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. And we are rolling. Uh, recording at home today, so you may hear the faint sounds of a kitten meowing uh, in the background. I had to put him in his room because uh, he just can't handle not being the center of attention. Uh, actually, it's not his room. It's our... It's our second bathroom. I guess half bathroom uh, is what they would call it in a real estate listing. But it's a it's a little bathroom next to our kitchen, which is very convenient. Just rush up from the dinner table. Six, seven steps, you're at a toilet. Uh, but yeah, we got, we got a kitten. Uh, it, we already had a cat. And so I read all these internet articles about, you know, what you're supposed to do. To add a kitten to your home, you're supposed to give them their own space. Uh, so he, you know, he, Buddy, that's the kitten's name. He's got a, he's got his litter box in there. He's got a bed. He's got his food and water. But now I don't think, at some point, he's supposed to move out. And I miss the bathroom. I mean, sometimes I, I still have to use that bathroom. There's five people in this house, and I, I'm shitting where the cat shits. Uh, which is a little weird. The kitty litter tickled my butt at first, but I got used to it. <laughs> That's gross. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, uh, last time I recorded, uh, when we last left our hero, uh, I was drinking beer in, uh, Carson City, Nevada, and now I'm at my home drinking coffee. I like my coffee like I like my women. Enthusiastically consensual. You want some more? Uh, I I like my coffee like I like my women. Colombian and available in hotel lobbies. (laughs) That sounds like a a prostitute situation. I I like my coffee like I like my women. Any more than two or three of them, and I have trouble sleeping at night. 
anyway, I, I do. This is kind of new for me, and I actually I drink my coffee black. Um, which is that how I like my women? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind, but I'm you know my heart belongs to another. I guess that's the real answer. I like my coffee like I like my women. Uh, I'm only allowed to enjoy one of them. Uh, but I started a couple months ago. I started uh, not using creamer, uh, and I actually thought. It was kind of a calorie-based decision. I thought, you know what? I'm probably, I don't know, 100, 150 plus calories a day in coffee creamer. I'm going to cut that out of my diet, and I'm going to lose so much weight, people are going to be worried about me. People are going to be like, Gabriel, buddy, have a sandwich. I can see your ribs under that small shirt you're wearing. Uh, it has not exactly had the desired effect I was hoping for, but... I, I kind of, uh, I mean, I miss creamer a little bit, but I like, uh, I like drinking my coffee black. It makes me feel like I'm a simple man. Like, I'm not really a simple man, but it makes me feel like I am. Like, when I order coffee at a place, I'm just like, black, I'm just a simple guy. I could, I could probably change a transmission if you wanted me to. I'm a man. I don't need frilly things. Ooh, are those scones? I feel kind of arrogant about it, too. I'll admit that when I order coffee. It's kind of nice to just get the simple coffee. Not arrogant like TSA pre-check makes me arrogant. That's, I mean, when I when I get to walk past hundreds of commoners with my TSA pre-check and go to the front of the line. <laughs> Look at you peasants. I guess you didn't have $80 in a free afternoon to go do an interview and get fingerprinted. <laughs> I used to be like you. If you fly more than twice a year, get TSA pre-check. It's uh it's a it's a game changer, for sure. Uh it is uh it's my wife's birthday today. Um my favorite coffee. It's her birthday today. Uh actually by the time you hear this, it will not be her birthday anymore. But the day I'm recording, uh it's her birthday. And uh happy birthday, Christy. Um you have supported every single thing I've done. That's not true, but the big things. You supported the big things that I've done. My band, my several bands that may or may not have been good. You you were my biggest fan. Uh, my comedy. Uh, you've been telling me I was funny since the first time I did comedy, so now I don't know what to believe because I look back and I really wasn't. But thank you. Uh, I could not be the man I am and do the things that I do if not for you and uh, your love and sacrifice. And uh, look, I know you're not thrilled about turning 45. I get it. I've been 45 for uh, three weeks now. I get it. Um, but you know what? When we got married at 23, we said we want to grow old together. And guess what? We are doing it. We're getting so goddamn old. We're doing it. I would love to get younger with you and maybe Benjamin Button this thing. Uh but since that's not an option, uh I'll take I'll take getting old with you and uh happy birthday.
find all kinds of weird shit on YouTube. Uh, by the way, in case you're thinking, what do you what do you buy? Uh, the love of your life. What do you buy uh, uh, your 45-year-old wife to let her know how much you appreciate her uh, for her birthday? Well, guess what? The answer to that is gift card. No, I'm kidding. Uh, almost as bad, though. Toolbox. Yeah. Got her a toolbox. Because uh, we have some tools, not a lot, but we have some tools. You know, we're we're homeowners. Uh, somewhat recently, in the last couple of years, and uh, you know, we have to fix things. And she's better at it than me. And she's act she's actually she's bonding with my dad about fixing things because my dad is, you know, he can fix anything. And uh, yeah, it kind of kind of works out because, you know. My wife gets to bond with the dad she doesn't have, and my dad gets to bond with the son he doesn't have. So really, it's a perfect situation. I, tr I tried. I tried to uh, be handy. I did. It didn't rub off. I, I spent so many hours of my childhood helping my dad fix things. And it was just constant, like, Hand me the seven sixteenths, and I'm like, oh god, oh Jesus, where's that? It's a different size on each end. Oh god, is this it? No, is that five seven? Oh Jesus, I just none of it rubbed off. I don't, I don't have a fix things gene. I can do, I I can do some basic shit, um, but not. I just don't. It doesn't interest me, and I don't have it. My wife, uh, pretty good at it. And and also when I say that she doesn't uh she can bond with the dad she doesn't have. I don't I don't mean he like left at birth. Uh he died uh when she was sixteen. Hey, comedy podcast, everybody, here we go. Here's the thing about death. But that actually that I mean, I'll use that to point out what a great person my wife is, because it, you know, her dad died at sixteen, obviously a traumatic event in her life. What does she do now, uh, as an adult? She she volunteers at this organization called Sound Care Kids that is it it it's basically like group therapy for grieving children who have lost uh someone close to them usually like a mom dad she also uh uh she volunteers uh at this camp every summer called uh Camp Aaron same thing uh grieving children go to a camp in the woods i mean it sounds like my worst nightmare because I'm a selfish asshole, and I don't like seeing sad things. I avoid sad things. I don't. I don't even like watching those videos where 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 like soldiers come home from uh, wherever and their dog is excited. Like I, I'm trying to avoid sad things. Okay. Uh, but my wife straight into the sad pool, straight in there, helping sad children, and I guess you know, 
helping her own sad child inside of her. Uh, but, uh, man, that's, it's really aggravating to be married to someone who is clearly a better person than you. Uh, she's definitely going to heaven. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping I get in on, in on her. I don't know. Maybe there's like a plus one heaven situation. Like she gets in and she's like, he's with me. Although I, the idea of, even when I was like, uh, uh, went to church all the time as a child and, uh, the idea of heaven, I never bought into heaven as being, it never sounded good. Like, you know, streets of gold, it was described as, which, who cares? Also, forever? For eternity? I mean, year two million? When you're like, have you seen the gold street? Yeah, I've seen them every day for two million years. And then also the idea, part of the idea that you're going to see uh, people who have moved on before you, who are there waiting for you in heaven, is kind of sweet. But, <clears throat> also, uh... There's got to be some people there you don't want to see. You know? What, what if you get to heaven and you're like, Oh my God, Grandma, I am so happy to see you. That's so... Wait. Who's... Is that Todd? From my office? I fucking hate that guy. Excuse my language. Sorry, Jesus. I hate that guy. Todd's in heaven? How is this heaven if Todd... Grandma, I'm sorry. It's good to see you. Also, the idea of your loved ones looking down on you from heaven is really intimidating when you're just getting into your masturbation career as a young man. Well, not even a man, as a young teen. I think I ended up just telling myself, look, if my relatives are up in heaven looking down, uh, I think they're in some sort of higher understanding where they wouldn't judge me. They would understand that a, sometimes a 14-year-old gets boners. They're going to get it. Sorry, Grandma. You might want to look at one of your other grandkids right now. I think my brother's in his room steadying if you want to check him out. Okay, you know what I think it's time for? Uh, I think it's time for... America's fastest growing game show. Shit that Gabriel should have said last week. So, remember, remember, you guys remember, you remember last week. Remember, I was I was talking about how old my hotel was. Tee hee hee! Look at the ugly color scheme and the mustard colored curtains. But I did say, I did say, uh. Not gross. Nothing unsanitary. Well, guess what? Uh, I was wrong! Uh, yeah. I, I hate to even bring it up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say the two words that strike fear in the heart of every traveler. Uh, bed bugs. Yeah. Fucking bed bugs. Uh, I, I, uh, I got a couple, I got a couple bites on, uh, each arm. I got one on my thigh. And I got one on my eyelid. Yeah. That means a bed bug 
crawled out from wherever gross place bedbugs hang out. It crawled out across my face, settled on my eyelid, and sucked the blood out of my fucking eyelid! Are you shitting me? It's just beyond disgusting. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. And guess what? And then not only that, it, then 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 there's the bed bug thing. And then, then when you realize that, when you get home, you gotta. There's a whole routine you gotta go through. You gotta take your clothes out of the of of your suitcase and and or the ones on your body. Everything you took, you gotta put it in the dryer and run it on hot a couple times and wash out your suitcase and vacuum it and and you might be thinking oh how how do you how do you know this routine uh about bed bugs cuz it's the fourth time four times i have had a bug bed bug experience uh first time long time ago 12 years ago maybe uh michigan Lansing, I will never forgive you, Lansing. No, you're fine, Lansing. Uh, that was actually a decent hotel. That one, that surprised me. It was, I think it was a uh, Hampton Inn, I believe. Normally okay. And I didn't, I'd never had bed, but I didn't know a lot about bed bugs. I'm a goddamn expert now, but I didn't know a lot. And I thought, I thought I was having an allergic reaction. I thought maybe I had some, uh, some bad Panda Express in the airport or something. And I just had my arm, all these red spots on my arm, got home, did a little Google imaging, found out the truth. Uh, many, many years later, I got uh, some bed bugs, some bites at a comedy condo, which is uh, what we call, like a lot of comedy clubs, actually most of them give you a hotel room. But some of them, they will just have like their own place, and and that the the comics go to every week, and uh, yeah, I had to, I got I got some bed bug bug bed bug bites. That's what I'm trying to say. And this will let you a little know a lo- know a little bit about <laughs> the position of what comedy does to you. It's like I'm not saying what the club is now, and then I got bed bug. Bu- why can't I say bed bug bites? Triple double bubble gum. Bed bug bites. Triple double. Red leather, yellow leather. Billy Bronson had bed bug bites. Irish wristwatch. Okay, I'm good. Uh, I had bed bug bites. I didn't even say anything to the club. That's that's how much not a problem I want to be when I work comedy clubs. Because I know how replaceable I am. I know I'm hilarious, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to be a problem. I'm very replaceable. I'm in the most competitive position in comedy clubs, which is the not famous headliner. Okay, I don't, I'm not a huge draw uh, on my own. Most of the people who come see me are just going out because they got a babysitter and it's the weekend or there was a group on or whatever. It's not like, holy shit, Gabriel Rutledge is coming to town, we got to get tickets now. Maybe a few places it's like that, but mostly not. So I can't, 
I'm competing with a thousand other people with similar credits to me. And that's how scared, I mean, not scared, but that's how I was like, ah, I don't want to say anything. That's a selfish decision on my part, by the way. I felt bad about this later. The next guy in the next week, he had the same bed bug bikes, probably. I felt so bad about it the next time I went back to the club. I did say something, also because I was still scared. I went, and you're like, yeah, you're like, why would you go back to that club? They have bed bugs in their condo. Because I don't know. I needed the $1,400, okay? So... When I, I, when I got picked up from the airport, I said, you know what? Last time I was there, I think, maybe. Hmm, hard to say, really. I don't want to judge. Oh, I know it can be, eh, might have been a bed bug problem. And they were like, yeah, we did have a bed bug problem. Uh, we fixed it. It's all good now. So, uh, at least I slept in peace that week. No more bed bugs. Third time I had bed bugs last year. So bad. I mean, okay. Again, like last week, I even mentioned that it was such an old old hotel that they had a uh, a metal key that it you don't you don't want a local hotel. You want a chain. It's the opposite of food. You don't. What's the name of your city? Fredsburg. Okay, if you live in Fredsburg, you want to go to the Super Eight. Okay, you want to go to the Holiday Inn Express. You don't want to go to the Fredsburg Motel. It's going to be a shithole. This is what happened. I was in Iowa. Can't even remember the city. Uh, I actually had a show cancel, but I already had a ticket. And so I'm like, well, I'm already coming out that day anyway. I'll just get my own hotel room. Got some on Google. I got in at like 1 in the morning, exhausted. The hotel does not look good. Uh... I often do a little bed bug check, but I did one in Carson City, and I didn't see anything. You can't, they're sneaky. They're sneaky little fuckers from the devil. They're from the devil. Uh, I didn't do that search in Iowa, because I was so tired in my head, I thought, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know if there's bed bugs in here. But then the next day, I did want to know, because I woke up to take a shower. I see... In the mirror, I see... Because they start out as fairly small red spots, and then they get bigger. <clears throat> uh, I saw a bunch. I didn't realize how many I was going to have eventually, but I saw some, and I thought, oh, no. I've seen those before. I go back to the bed where I just spent several hours sleeping, pull back the mattress, and sweet mother of God. I mean... A horror show. Scurrying, scampering, devil bugs. Hundreds of them. And like I said, the other places I've gotten bed bug bugs. Son of a bitch. <laughs> bed bug bites. Uh, I had never even seen them. I couldn't find them, but they're there and they're sneaky. This place, hundreds of visible bed bugs. Okay, I am not exaggerating when I tell you that I had probably 100 to 150 bites on my body. You know what? That seems high. I'm going to say 100. I mean, covered. It just, I mean, it looked like I had zits on my face. Uh, arms, totally covered. They don't, uh, bed bugs don't like hair, which saved uh, a lot of my body, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but, 
So, and you know, all all the hairless spots. Um, uh, thank God I didn't get that Brazilian that week. That would have been a disaster. But you know, my arms. I mean, twenty thirty an arm. I had I I was uh, working a comedy club that weekend. I had to go buy long sleeve shirts because I looked like I did meth. And that one was so bad. The itching was, I mean, I would wake up from itching. Uh, I mean, just brutal. And I thought, I mean, and again, uh, every time, got to go home and make sure you don't bring them to your house, right? You don't want the hell bugs in your house. I mean, luckily this last time, like I said, it was like three or four bites. It was nothing like the time before. Um, but did I mention uh, that one of the bites was on my fucking eyelid? <sighs> Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcast, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably... Have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it of course it is uh go to anchor.fm or the anchor app we now return to another riveting episode of the rutledges you know i just i just wanted to do comedy that was my dream i thought you know what if i get good enough i can travel the world and you know what i got good enough i travel the world yeah mostly America and Canada at one time Pakistan. But I travel the world bringing joy. I bring joy to the world. Occasionally gas, but mostly joy to the world. I'm a traveling joy salesman, okay? I should put that on my website and never get booked again. Traveling joy salesman. And what do I get for giving my gift to the world? Horror travel stories. Bugs biting me. Extra. This made it even worse. I, uh, I, I, this was the night before I left, before I realized. I actually woke up in the morning and I thought I had a zit on my eyelid. Because it didn't itch. They usually itch. The eyelid didn't itch. Maybe it's because uh, there's not enough meat there to <laughs> really have the little bastard sink into you. But I thought, well, that's a really inconvenient place for a, a zit on my eyelid. And then later in the day, I realized the uh, terrible truth. But <clears throat> uh, I was going to go to bed about midnight, wake up at 6 in the morning, drive to the airport. Uh, before I went to bed, went to the bathroom, saw in the mirror I had bed bug bites. And then, so what am I supposed to do at that point? I'm not getting back in the bed. I mean, I only have three or four bites. I'm not going to be like, well, I'll just sleep and then go to the airport with seven or eight bites. That'll be fine. I should get one for my other eyelid, so I'm more symmetrical. So I took a shower, 
gathered up my stuff, shook it all off really good first. Though probably did nothing, but whatever. And then I just, I didn't even go to bed. I just, I, I went to Denny's. Uh, <laughs> which is where you go when you have a bed bug problem. You go to Denny's. They get it. That's why they're there. I hung out. I got to the airport four hours early. Just hung out. Exhausted. And then I got on the plane. Finally, I get on the plane. And I just feel itchy. I mean, the coat I have on has been on the bed, right? Who knows? It could have bed bugs in it. I don't know. I'm hoping not. But I'm so tired when I get on the plane. I'm like, I just, I'm going to crash. It was like two flights because it was Southwest Airlines. We had to go. Uh, we had to go Reno real quick to Bermuda, then over to San Antonio, uh, up to Winnipeg, Canada, back down to Dallas, over to Sacramento, back to Reno where I started, and then eventually back to Seattle. It was just, but it was only $90. That's not true. It was $150. Uh, but it, you know, I had two, I had two flights. First flight, I'm like, great. I am crashing so hard. Uh, what I'm, who, who's sitting behind me in all the rows behind me is, I think it was a high school band. Um, might have been a college band. I'm, <laughs> I'm at the age where I can't tell how old young people are anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm a couple years away from describing attractive women as having a cute figure. That's really where I'm at in my life. Uh, I, if they were high school, then they were in a much higher band than I was in in high school. Maybe it was like a, a band, super elite band or something. Um, just because of the way I heard them all talking. there, I'm like, this is not the level that I was at. So it was either college or like some sort of elite high school band. And I mean, they're, all, the women, they were all women behind me. Ladies, I think, I'm assuming. Uh, and, and so loud. I don't... There's something about teenagers uh where they just assume everyone wants to be in on their conversation just i know right totally like i don't they want everyone to be involved i guess i mean i'm not saying it's it, it, men men the young you know teenage boys are just as bad or maybe they were college i don't know but whatever that age let's say they were 16 to 20 that age you know men boys are just as bad in a different way they're also loud they're also always punching each other. I'm talking about my level of expertise anyway, which is like <laughs> straight men. There's a lot of shoulder punching. There's a lot of like, shut up, bro. There's a lot. I mean, they always, it always seems like when you, if you watch like a group of like 19 year old bros hang out, you would swear it's foreplay. It's like the beginning of a porno. They just never get to it. Just like, you shut up. You shut up. Oh, be hilarious if I jerked you off right now. Like, oh yeah, that would. Why don't you? Oh, you do. It'd be gay if you didn't stop. At this point, it seems like that's where it's all headed. The 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 homo eroticism is that the right word? It's uh, it's man. It's uh, it's weird. It's weird that developmental stage in human boys who I don't think become gay, but are some for some reason. That age is just very, like, I bet you want to see my dick. Like, what? What is happening? Why are we doing this? 
but yeah, these girls super loud. Uh, and then I, I uh, a couple uh, episodes ago or last one, I was talking about how annoying uh, mouth drumming is when drummers get together and like do do pop boop boop. They were m- doing mouth band practice. It was. So- I'm trying to sleep. A bed bug sucked blood out of my fucking eyelid. And now I'm sitting in front of Sisterhood of the Traveling Trombones and they're mouth practicing. Like one person's like, and then the other person's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to kill you or me. Someone's going to die. Also a baby next to me. Which I, look, I'm not judgmental, okay? I, I have my own children that I'm fucking up, okay? I don't judge parents on much, okay? Before I had kids, yeah, I was pretty judgy. I thought I knew what was up. Now I know better. I'm not going to judge anyone on how much screen time your kid has or any of those other things, all right? But I am going to judge this. If you are a parent, and you give your kids a device, a phone, uh, 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 an iPad, any sort of video game system. If you don't make that child wear headphones, I hope a bed bug bites your fucking eyelid. Okay? I don't... And the entire plane does not need to hear your kid playing their little beep, 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 and then listening to songs, just, and then behind me, there's never been a more annoying time to be a parent, by the way, because uh, our, our children, they watch these things on YouTube, which uh, are <laughs> so incredibly annoying. My kids listen to these songs, they're like, it's it's like effects on the voice. So all the voices are like, I just sang it's rain it's it's raining tacos, which is a catchy song, but like that's what my kids listen to. Like there's no there's no there's no Taylor Swift in my house. It's just my daughters watching YouTube singing a song that goes, it's raining tacos, yeah yeah, it's. A hellish time to be a parent as far as annoyance level. Like, you know, it used to be you could just take the battery out of whatever beep beep thing was happening. Not so much anymore. But anyway, no headphones? Although I can't blame that on the babies and the parents because that's, I see that all the time. Like, I don't even like people who, when we land, immediately get on the phone and like, Yeah, 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 we just landed. No, no, we're still unloading. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, no. Yeah, I, I could get something to eat. Should we? Yeah, yeah. Well, I still got to go to baggage claim. So, uh, yeah, I'm still on the plane. So, I can't even do that. Have, have you not heard of a text message? We live in the future. Start texting people. Or, I'll, so many people will do FaceTime. I mean, FaceTime with headphones around other people is already a little annoying. FaceTime, I've seen people FaceTime with their laptop in front of them, no headphones, 
boarding the plane. They're just holding it in front of them. Like, no, no, I'm, yeah, I'm here with 200 other people. I'm getting on the plane right now. No, you hang up. We don't, I'm going to speak on behalf of the other 199 people there. We don't want to hear you call each other smoochy for the next 10 minutes. I've sat down on a plane before. And the person next to me will like move as they're FaceTiming and be like, hold on, I got to move some guys here. Some guys here? Fuck you. Hang up your face. Is that what you... Is that what you call hanging up on FaceTime? All right, I'm going to hang up your face. Man, I am fired up today. I don't know what's going on. It's almost like a bed bug bit my fucking eyelid. Okay. The bed bug bites are fading, uh, but clearly the emotional scars remain. Actually, the ones the ones on my arm, it's just like... You know the like fatty part <laughs> under your arm uh, where you wouldn't want people to hold because it would be embarrassing? That's where the bed bugs bit me. And uh they got it got huge. It looked like I got shot on each side of me with those like uh beanbag guns police use for in riots. The eyelid ones almost can't see it anymore. But it's, I don't even know what to do. It's like, what am I supposed to do in the future? Just like, yeah, once a year or so, I'm going to get bed bug bites. It's hard to live with that, you know? And I got, I think my sister-in-law got me this, uh, it's sort of like a mesh, you know, I guess like a mosquito net type sleeping bag you could just wear around you, which I guess... I mean, even the idea of, of that bag being covered with bed bugs trying to bite you is gross enough. But also, you can't cover your face. So would they just, with the rest of my body not available, would I just have uh, 80 bed bugs on my face? How do I not wake up during this, by the way? How do, how do you not wake up when something's sucking the blood out of your face? I'll be honest, though. It's getting less gross. You know. The fourth time. It's kind of weird, though, because, you know, it's clearly, it's, it's clearly you know, something sucking the blood out of you uh, when the lights go out. It's pretty, you know, it's the stuff of horror movies, except they're tiny, tiny insects. Um, if your cat did it, it'd be a horror movie. But, you know, if you go outside and you get four or five mosquito bites, you don't feel that violated. You're like, oh, my God! The whore, they sucked the blood out of me. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say that. But, <clears throat> I don't know. They're basically bed mosquitoes, right? God damn. I don't even know what to do other than sleep in my car. You know what? I'm going to read some iTunes reviews and uh, calm myself. That's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> uh, I would appreciate if you guys left me an iTunes review. Um, I could pretend it's because, uh, I would like my podcast to get, move up in the ratings or get noticed and all that stuff is true, but uh, ratings aren't really an issue at this level of podcast. It's not like I'm battling it out with, uh, Joe Rogan and Mark Marin. Um, so the truth is I, I want to read, uh, iTunes reviews because I need to hear 
feedback, especially this podcast. I'm just talking into the void here. I'm just screaming about bed bugs uh, in my kitchen like a lunatic. I don't know who's listening. I don't know if you're laughing or not laughing. It's all the same uh, here. It's kind of like I did. <clears throat> I did comedy uh, on a uh, what's it called? It's not Stitch. Is it Stitch? Oh no, it's Twitch, <laughs> not Stitch. Twitch, which is like mostly people playing uh, video games and other people watching them play video games. Um, but there's this show called the Sour Kool Aid Show, uh, and uh, I've done it a couple times, and he'll have comedians on. And so people are watching you on their whatever, on their screen at their house, but you just do comedy in front of a green screen to the host of the show, Dan. So you're doing comedy to one person. And the last time I did it, uh, he actually got a phone call and left. I did comedy to no one. Well, I mean, they were, I did comedy to people watching me online. In the room, there was no one. I did like 15 minutes of comedy by myself. I felt insane. I felt like I was hovering over my body. Like, is this, is this what hell is for comedians? Is this what happens? You're just <laughs> in a room doing your act to no one and feeling judged by the internet? Is this comedian hell? But it, that's, Sort of what this podcast is. I mean, it's not hell, but it's like there's zero. I mean, when I did one with my wife, she would uh, either laugh or roll her eyes at me. It was some sort of feedback. I don't know what's happening in this one. So leave me an iTunes review. Or just send me an email if you have any comments, questions. Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com or to go to, go to RutledgeRadio.com and click on the envelope. Um, and as always, I'm only interested in positive feedback. Five stars or fuck off. Uh... So, uh, I have, I have one iTunes review to read. Um, I mean, I got a couple reviews, but only one with words. Hold on, son of a bitch. You can probably hear me clicking. What is happening? Come what? <laughs> oh no, what did I do? Ah, there it is. Found it. Okay. So, uh,. ITunes review. Also, I know only, uh, I, you know, I have all these fun stats I get to look at. And, uh, so I know, I mean, I think only 65, 70% of people even listen on iTunes. So, uh, I guess leave me, leave me a review wherever you want, but, uh, iTunes is probably where I'm going to see it. Um, okay. Entertaining and funny. Five stars by Mountain Biking Socrates. Was a big fan of the Rutledge's podcast, and I am liking this one so far. Gabe has a way of being honest and interesting in his musings about the world of comedy life and the world around him. I will be looking forward to seeing this one come up in my podcast feed. Thank you, Mountain Biking Socrates. Uh, I also like how you say I am liking this one so far. Let's not commit. So far, so good. Um, good name, Mountain Biking Socrates. If the real Socrates uh, had had a mountain bike, he might not have had to drink that hemlock. He could have escaped. I think that was Socrates. I think he's the one who was uh, he was sentenced to death uh, for something, having ideas. Uh, it was either having ideas or 
doing bad things with young boys. Those are your choices if you're a philosopher. Uh, I think he was put to death by Hemlock, which is... Sounds like a a product you could buy at a weed store. <laughs> you guys say me that uh, Hemlock? That's I don't know if you uh, listener. I don't know if you uh, live somewhere with legal marijuana, but it's it's pretty weird. I mean, I'm getting I don't smoke very often. I only bought marijuana one time from a store, but it's just so weird to like walk in. I don't know. You feel like you should have sunglasses. It 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 has an adult bookstore feel to it. Like, yeah, I don't really want to. Maybe I'll park in the back. I don't know why. I don't know why. There's no, you know, I don't feel that way at the liquor store. But uh, yeah, they're just like, hey, come on in. But and you know, there's a bud tender there, and uh, I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm not much of a connoisseur of uh, marijuana products, but I feel I feel like. Marijuana and shampoo have the same kind of labeling. You know what I mean? Like shampoo will be like, you know, whatever the brand is, there'll be different options. It'll be like full body, sleek, frizz control, volume. And they all are pretty much the same fucking thing. They make your hair cleanish. And I feel that way about marijuana where they're like, what do do, do you want? What do you... uh, do you want something full-bodied? Do you want like a light high that's like more in your head? Or are you looking for more of a full body? I'm like, I don't know. It. I think what I told uh, the bud tender the one time I bought marijuana is I said, I'm looking for the bud light of marijuana. And the judgment that she shot to me from her eyeballs when I said I wanted the bud light of marijuana was just like... Pfft. I'm like, look, I want to I wanna relax and have a good time. I don't need to talk to God. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay? I don't, there's a million flavors in here. I don't know if I need Alaska Thunderfuck or uh, Alaska Friday Night Missionary. I don't know what any of these mean. I don't know what sativa is. I don't know what any of this means. I just, I just want to get high and uh, not... Wish I was dead or think a lot about my heartbeat. Do you have any of those products available? At least cocaine isn't so pretentious. They're like, do you want it? Take it. They're not like, what what are you looking for? Are you looking for uh, alphabetize (laughs) your old CDs or rearrange the sock drawer? Have a conversation about nothing forever? Or are you looking for more of a um, run screaming through the streets high? Which do you want? They don't say that when you buy Coke, I'm assuming. Never even done it. Mom, I've never done it. Actually, I haven't. I've never, I've never done, uh, I've never done Coke. And uh, 45 probably isn't the first time I should. I think that ship has sailed. It was, it was the Pirates of the Caribbean ship. And Johnny Jepp, <laughs> Johnny Depp was driving and he did all the Coke. Or Johnny Drepp, which is what I think I said. Man, I'm really. I used to. I used to judge my mother-in-law because uh, she said all of her kids' names in the wrong order. I do that now. I do, I can't. I'm like me. All Johnny. I say all their names when I'm trying to say one of the names, and now uh, I say Johnny Drep. And uh, that's. I used to make fun of my mother-in-law because she'd be like, "If you read the Harriet Potter books, she would always be slightly off. Slightly off." 
I'm doing it. Uh, okay, I think we're going to call that good. Uh, like I said, Gabriel at GabrielRutledge.com. Send me an email. Um, you can give me five bucks if you want to sponsor a podcast episode. I, I did it twice, and it uh, seems like that's done. <laughs> Interest has died, which is fine. Um, I don't really have a fun ending for this podcast yet. You know, some people like to sign off with the same thing every time, and I don't really have that yet. Let's try out a couple. <clears throat> I love you. Please don't leave me. Little needy? Okay. Um, thanks for listening. Or whatever. I don't give a shit. I got my own fucking whatever. Not needy enough. Um, hey! Thanks for spending time with me. No, that's the end of a bad date. Uh, Podcast is over. Oh, we'll call that good. Talk to you next time. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. over. We're done. Bye.